Welcome back to Reading Books with Nudie. Yo, welcome to November. It's finally November. You're probably listening to this and Halloween was yesterday. So how did it go? Did you dress up? Did you go trick-or-treating? Did you, what did you do? Here in Spain, well, some people celebrate Halloween, but my family doesn't which sometimes I wish I could dress up. I, I would like to dress up. Um, I would probably be, if I could be any anything in the world, I would probably be like a medieval princess or something like that. All right, so why am I so excited about November? Even if I don't celebrate Halloween? Well, it's because it basically means we only have one month and about three weeks until school finishes for the holiday season. Yeah. Until Christmas. I'm so excited because one week after Christmas is my birthday. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, no joke, you guys. I've actually, I've already made my Christmas playlist and I'm already listening to it. I'm already getting all those Christmas songs in there. It's the holiday season. You know them. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You know that one? That one's, oh, that one is amazing. Um, don't worry, when the time gets closer to Christmas, I will be recommending Christmas songs on Fave Song. So keep those ears open to get a full-on Christmas playlist over there. Okay, let's get on with this. So last week we heard part one of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which if you want to hear the full version, I'll link a full version in your episode notes to a podcast that had the full reading, plus another Halloween podcast for you, which... IMO is really good. Even though Halloween was yesterday, you can still listen to it. It's really good. They're in the same podcast feed because it's the same people. And yeah. Okay? So, last week we met Ichabod Crane, the schoolmaster in Sleepy Hollow. Why was it named that? Well, because it was so peaceful that people went around like they were asleep. You know, they were always so peaceful and quiet and asleep. We learned that Ichabod Crane loves ghost stories and ghosts, and we also met Katrina Van Tassel, the beautiful young lady in Sleepy Hollow. We kind of met Brom Bones, who loved Katrina, like every man in Sleepy Hollow, who decided, uh, Brom Bones decided that he would marry Katrina. But then Ichabod was like, wow, this girl is rich, and decided that he would marry Katrina. And we finished with Ichabod's getting invited to a party at Katrina's house. Let's see where this goes. Again, this is The Legend of Sleepy Hollow by Washington Irving, retold by Anne Collins. Let's go! Number 5. The Party Ichabod spent a long time getting ready for the party. He had an old black suit of clothes. It was his only suit. He brushed it carefully. When Ichabod looked at himself in a mirror, he was very pleased. How handsome I look, he thought. Tonight I'll win Katrina's love, I'm sure of that. But I must have a fine horse to ride to the party. Where can I get one? Perhaps I can borrow a horse from Hans Van Ripper. Hans Van Ripper owned the farm where Ichabod was staying this week. Ichabod asked to borrow a horse from him. The farmer decided to play a trick on the schoolmaster. Yes, you can borrow one of my horses, Ichabod, he said. I'll lend you my best one. But when Ichabod saw the horse, he was very surprised. It was old and thin, and it had only one eye. Is this your best horse? he asked the farmer. Yes, replied Hans Van Ripper. He's very strong, and he runs as fast as a bullet from a gun. His name is Gunpowder. Gunpowder did run fast, 
but he also had a very bad temper. Hans van Ripper did not tell Ichabod about this. He pointed to the saddle on the horse's back. This is my best saddle, the farmer said. Please take care of it. Ichabod climbed onto the expensive saddle, and he and Gunpowder started their journey to the Van Tassel's party. Ichabod and the horse were both very thin, and they looked very strange together. Ichabod was not a good horse rider. He sat uncomfortably on Gunpowder's back. As he rode, he moved his long, thin arms up and down like a bird's wings. His loose black coat flapped in the wind. He looked like a huge black bird. It was a beautiful autumn afternoon. The leaves on the trees were red and gold. As Ichabod rode along, he heard the sounds of birds singing. He rode through fields of golden corn and the fields of apple trees. He began to feel hungry. He began to think about cakes and pies. At last, Ichabod arrived at the Van Tassel's farmhouse. The party had already started, and many of the farmers from the area were there with their families. Everybody was dressed in their best clothes. Their clothes were very colorful and bright. The most beautiful girl at the party was Katrina. Everybody admired her. She was laughing and, ta and talking to the guests. Ichabod looked at her and smiled. But soon, the schoolmaster had an unpleasant surprise. Brom Bones was also at the party. He had come on his big black horse daredevil. Brom was standing in the middle of a group of his friends. He was telling stories in a loud voice. Everyone was laughing at his stories. Oh no, thought Ichabod. Why is that man here? When Brom Bones saw Ichabod, his face became angry. Ichabod hurried away into the dining room, and when he entered that room, he forgot about Brom Bones at once. He even forgot about Katrina. In the dining room, a great table was covered with all kinds of wonderful food. There were dishes of cooked meat, there were plates of cakes and pies. Ichabod started eating at once. As he ate, he looked around the room and smiled. One day, all this will be mine. Sorry about the clock, I was changing a thing. At that moment, Katrina's father came towards him. Are you enjoying the party, Ichabod? Van Tassel asked. Please, eat as much as you want. We have plenty of everything. <sighs> Sorry about my dog. I don't know what's going on with her. After the meal, nearly everybody danced. Ichabod liked dancing very much. When he danced, he moved his arms and legs very quickly. He looked very strange, but he did not know this. I'm a very good dancer, he told himself. Ichabod started dancing with Katrina. Soon everybody in the room was staring at them. Some people began to laugh. How strange Ichabod looks, they said to each other. Why does he dance in that way? Brown Bones did not dance. He sat by himself in a corner. He stared angrily at Katrina. Brom is jealous because Katrina is dancing with me, thought Ichabod. That's good. After the dancing had finished, Ichabod felt tired. He joined a group of people by the fire. They were telling stories to each other. Brom Bones was one of the group. At first, the stories were about the war between Britain and its American colony. But then people started to tell ghost stories. Ichabod listened carefully. He was always very interested in ghost stories. Several people from Sleepy Hollow were at the party. They started talking about the headless horseman. The horseman is riding again, said one man. Nobody had seen him for a long time, but this month, several people have seen him. Every night, he, he rides from the graveyard, and he doesn't come back until just before dawn. 
Yes, that's right, said another man. Did you hear about old poor old farmer Brower? He met the headless horseman on the road. The horseman put Brower up onto his terrible black horse, and he rode away with him. He rode until he got to the small bridge near the old church. Then the horseman threw farmer Brower into the river and rode away, making a noise like thunder. Suddenly, Brown Bones spoke. I've met the horseman too, he said, but I wasn't afraid of him. I'm a better horse rider than he is. Did you really meet him? Someone asked excitedly. How did you meet him? Tell us what happened. I met him on the road one night, replied Brown Bones. I asked him to race with me, so we raced our horses to the old church, but my horse Daredevil was faster than his horse. I won the race easily, and when we got to the bridge near the church, the horseman had disappeared in a flash of fire. You were very brave, said someone. Ichabod listened to Brown Bones' story. Then he told, then he himself told a story about evil spirits in the forest. But it was not an, in, as interesting as Brown's story, and nobody said you were very brave to Ichabod. At last, the party finished, and it was time to go home. Ichabod went to find Katrina. He wanted to spend a few minutes alone with her. You're looking very beautiful tonight, he told the young woman. May I come to see you tomorrow afternoon? I want to speak to you about something very important. I want to ask you a question. But Katrina did not look very happy or friendly. She did not want to be alone with Ichabod. No, I'm sorry, she said. I want to be at home tomorrow afternoon. Ichabod was surprised. Oh, he said. May I come tomorrow evening then? No, I won't be here in the evening either, Katrina replied. Well, well, can I come the next day? No, I'll be busy all this week, said Katrina. Now please excuse me, I have to say goodbye to our other guests. A few minutes later, Ichabod saw Katrina with Brown Bones. They were talking together and laughing quietly. Then Brown Bones held Katrina's hand and kissed it. Katrina was looking very pleased and happy. What is happening? Ichabod asked himself. Does Katrina really like Brown Bones more than me? That's not possible, I can't believe it. Perhaps she wants to make me jealous. Ichabod did not say goodbye to Katrina. He left the party quickly. He felt very sad and he felt very angry too. He went to the stable, the place where the horses were kept, and he found Gunpowder. Gunpowder was asleep, but Ichabod kicked the horse and it quickly woke up. Ichabod climbed onto Gunpowder's back and he rode slowly away. Okay, I do not condone what he just did. Um, do not kick any sort of animal, okay? I only allow killing mosquitoes. Well, I only allow. I only like killing mosquitoes and spiders. Well, any sort of like rodent, not rodent, um, insects, if they're inside the house. If they're outside the house, then too bad. They're not inside your room, so just leave them. Anyway, number six, chapter six, a terrible race. It was almost midnight. The moon was shining brightly. Ichabod rode gunpowder slowly along by the side of some high hills. Below him, on the other side of the road, he could see Terrytown, on the bank of the wide, dark Hudson River. He could hear the sound of a dog barking on the other side of the river, but the sound was very far away, like a sound in a dream. As he rode along, the schoolmaster remembered the ghost stories that people had told at the Van Tassel's party. Suddenly, a cloud covered the moon. Ichabod felt lonely and afraid. In front of him, a huge tree stood by the side of the road. 
There was a very sad story about this tree. During the war between Britain and American colony, a British soldier had hidden in this tree. His name was Major Andre. The man was a spy, and he was hiding from some American soldiers. Later, he was captured and killed. Now, the people of the area called the tree Major Andre's Tree. The tree is haunted by Major Andre's ghost, a lot of people said. Ichabod remembered this story, and his heart began to beat fast. He was afraid. He did not want to pass Major Andre's tree, but there was not an another way for him to get home. So he began to sing loudly, God will lead me safely around this terrible tree. No ghost or spirit is going to frighten me. Suddenly he stopped singing. He had heard a noise. What was that? He asked himself. He looked up at the tree. Was something white hanging in it? Something white and terrible? Then he looked again. No, there was only a white mark on one of the branches. I'm dreaming, he told himself. That noise was only the sound of the wind. Ichabod passed the tree safely, but now there was another danger. This danger was more terrible than the tree. There was a forest on one side of the road, and beyond the forest there was a bridge over a little river. The American soldiers had captured Major Andre on this bridge. Sometimes Major Andre's ghost haunts that bridge at night, people said. Ichabod wanted to ride quickly across the bridge. His heart was beating faster and faster. He kicked gunpowder with both his feet. Come on, you stupid old horse, he said. Move faster. But Gunpowder had a bad temper. He was not feeling happy. He did not want to cross the bridge. He stopped walking forwards. Instead, he turned off the road into the forest. He ran into the forest for a few moments, then he stopped very suddenly. Ichabod was not a good rider, and he nearly fell off Gunpowder's back. Move, you stupid animal, the schoolmaster shouted. He shouted at the horse, and he kicked it again and again, but Gunpowder did not move. The horse was looking at something in the forest. Ichabod looked too. His mouth became dry with fear. A huge black shape was standing in front of him. What was it? Was it a ghost? The hair on Ichabod's head stood up. His body shook. He wanted to escape, but the horse would not move. Who are you? He whispered. The thing did not answer. Who are you? Ichabod asked again. Still, there was no answer. Ichabod began to sing loudly. No evil thing can hurt me. Suddenly, the thing moved. It moved out of the forest, and now it was in the middle of the road. Ichabod could see it more clearly. It had the shape of a large man on a huge black horse. Then at last, Gunpowder decided to move. He ran back to the road. The horse ran towards the bridge. The strange horseman waited. He did not move or speak. But when Gunpowder and Ichabod had passed him, he started to move too. He began to follow them. In a moment, he was beside them. They crossed the bridge together. As Ichabod rode along, the horseman rode beside him. When Ichabod rode quickly, the horseman rode quickly. When Ichabod rode slowly, the horseman rode slowly. He never left Ichabod's side. It was like a terrible race. Ichabod and the horseman rode up a hill. Suddenly, the horseman was in front, but at the top of the hill, he stopped his horse and waited. Now, Ichabod could see the horseman's shape very clearly against the dark blue sky. The horseman had no head. 
he was carrying his head in his hands. Now Ichabod was really terrified. He was very, very frightened. He rode away as fast as he could, but again the headless horseman followed him. At last they reached a place where a small road turned down into Sleepy Hollow. Ichabod tried to make gunpowder turn down into the valley. He kicked the horse again and again, but gunpowder did not turn. He ran on past the road that went down to Sleepy Hollow. You stupid horse, shouted Ichabod. We're going the wrong way. Ichabod could hear the sound of the headless horseman behind him. The horseman was very close. Suddenly, gunpowder started to run faster. That was good, but it was very difficult for Ichabod to stay on the horse's back. And at the moment, the saddle broke and it fell away from the horse. Now Ichabod had to ride without a saddle. Somehow he held on to the horse's neck. That was Hans van Ripper's best saddle, Ichabod thought. He'll be very angry with me, but I can't worry about that now. I must escape this terrible headless horseman. The terrible race went on. Suddenly, through an opening between the trees, Ichabod saw the walls of a building. The building was near the road. Its walls were white in the moonlight. It was an old church. That's the church where the horseman's body is buried, thought Ichabod. Just in front of the church, the road crossed a bridge over a river. Ichabod remembered the stories that he had heard at the Van Tassel's party. The horseman left brown bones at the bridge, the schoolmaster thought. He left Farmer Brower there too. So if I can reach the bridge, I'll be safe. The horseman can't pass the bridge near the church. He'll leave me and he'll go back to the graveyard. Ichabod kicked gunpowder again. Gunpowder ran forward across the bridge and after a moment they had reached the other side. Was the horseman still behind him? Ichabod turned around. He saw the headless horseman standing up on his horse. He had lifted his arm in the air. He was going to throw his head. Ichabod screamed as something hit him. It made a terrible soft sound. The schoolmaster fell off the horse and lay on the ground. As he lay there, the headless horseman passed by him, riding as fast as the wind. That was spookier than I thought it would be. It was the last chapter, guys. It's not very long. All right, here we go. Oh, there we go. Chapter 7. What happened to Ichabod? The next morning, Gunpowder was found without his saddle. The horse was quietly eating grass in the fields near Hans Van Ripper's farm. But there was no news of Ichabod Crane. Ichabod's pupils waited at the schoolhouse all morning, but the schoolmaster did not come. The boys and girls were happy to miss their lessons. They ate apples and they played on the grass near the river. By the afternoon, Hans Van Ripper began to worry about Ichabod. What's happened to him? He asked himself. And where's my saddle? Hans Van Ripper went to find some men from the village. The schoolmaster's disappeared, he told them. We must try to find him. The men looked for Ichabod for a long time, but they could not find him. At last, they went to the old church by the bridge. They found some marks in the road. They were the marks made by two horses. The marks continued across the bridge. Then they disappeared in the grass. Look, said one of the men suddenly, there's the schoolmaster's hat. Ichabod's hat was on the road near the bridge. Beside the hat, there was a very large, soft pumpkin. The big round yellow fruit was about the size of a man's head. It was broken. 
The water in the river was very black and deep near the bridge. Hans van Ripper looked at it sadly. Ichabod couldn't swim, he said. Perhaps he fell off my horse and drowned in the deep water. We'll look for his body in the river. But why is that pumpkin here? It's very strange. The men looked in the river, but they could not find Ichabod. At last, they all went home. Later in the day, Hans van Ripper searched through Ichabod's things. The schoolmaster had owned two shirts, two pairs of shoes, one pair of pants, a very old book of psalms, and a book of stories about ghosts and spirits. Hans also found some poems about Katrina van Tassel, which Ichabod had written. None of these poems was finished. Hans van Ripper immediately threw the poems and the book of ghost stories into his kitchen fire. I'm never going to send my, child, my children to school again, he said to his wife. They don't learn anything good there. They learn about ghosts and spirits and they learn foolish poetry. Soon everybody in Sleepy Hollow had heard the story of Ichabod Crane's strange disappearance. People could not stop talking about it. What had happened to Ichabod? Groups of people met together at the bridge by the little church. They pointed at the place where the schoolmaster's hat had been found. They remembered the stories about the headless horseman. Do you remember Farmer Brower's story? One of them asked. And Bones' story, too? They both met the headless horseman on this road, but he left them at the bridge. Perhaps Ichabod Crane met the horseman, too. Perhaps the horseman captured him and carried him away. Ichabod had no family, and he did not owe money to anybody. So the people of Sleepy Hollow forgot about him quickly. Soon, another teacher came to take Ichabod's place. What really happened to Ichabod Crane? The old woman of Sleepy Hollow knew the answer. They were sure of that. They often told the story of Ichabod when they sat by their fires on cold winter evenings. Ichabod Crane was taken away by the headless horseman, they said. Nobody has seen him since that night. Nobody will ever see him again. People became very afraid of the bridge near the church. They said, This place is haunted by Ichabod's ghost. His ghost haunts the schoolhouse, too. Some people have heard a voice singing strange songs and psalms there. On quiet summer evenings, people did sometimes hear strange sounds near the schoolhouse. Listen, Ichabod Crane is singing again, they said. Or is it only Brown Bones' old dog? But there was another story about Ichabod Crane. But there was another story about Ichabod Crane. Many years after Ichabod's disappearance, a farmer from Sleepy Hollow went to New York City. When he came back, he brought some very strange news. Ichabod Crane is alive, the farmer said. I saw him in New York. I talked to him. He's a lawyer there. He's earning a lot of money. What do you mean? asked another man. Ichabod Crane is dead. He was taken away by the headless horseman. No, said the farmer. He left Sleepy Hollow secretly. He told me that himself. He was afraid of the headless horseman and he was afraid of Hans Van Ripper because he'd lost Hans's best saddle. He was also very angry because Katrina Van Tassel had been unkind to him, so he did not want to stay here anymore. Ichabod went to New York and taught in a school there, the farmer went on, but he wanted to become a lawyer, so he started studied law in the evenings. Is this man's story true? The people of the valley asked each other. Is Ichabod Crane really still alive? Perhaps only one person in the area knew the truth about Ichabod. Soon after the schoolmaster disappeared, Brown Bones married Katrina Van Tassel. They were very happy together and they had many children. 
Whenever people talked about Ichabod Crane, Brown Bones always laughed loudly. He laughed loudest when they talked about the broken pumpkin. Sometimes Brom's friends asked him about the night of the party. Do you know what happened to the schoolmaster, Brom? They said, please tell us. But Brom only laughed harder. Did he know what really happened that night? Did he know a secret about Ichabod and the headless horseman? Perhaps he did. The end. Yay! That was... Okay, that was better. It was a bit spooky over there, but it got better. So, yeah. What do you think? Um, what do you think? Did Brom Bones know the truth? What really happened to Ichabod? And that concludes our spooky episodes. Wait, we have one more thing. Our spooky poem. Note, it's not very spooky. We're just going along with the Halloween theme, okay? Here goes. Mystic Imagination Night by Patricia L. Sisko. On one mystic magic night, jack-o'-lanterns glowing bright, kids with bags of candy sweet roam door to door and street to street, all dressed up for a trick-or-treat. Wizards with wands, pirates with hooks, monsters and clowns with spooky looks, kings and queens with capes and crowns, a princess in her royal gown, witches with warts and fairies with wings, movie stars with sparkling rings, vampires with fangs that bite, ghosts that boo all dressed in white. Imaginations taken flight on that one mystic magic night. Oh, the fun of Halloween, be young or old or in between. Did you dress up for Halloween? What did you dress up as? I want to know. Let me know. And that's all for us today here, okay? Be back on Friday for a fave book recommendation. Oh yeah, about that. Fave episodes are now on Fridays. This way, if I can't record on Mondays, I can record on Thursdays and you can get it on time anyways. I'll see you next week for probably another Grimm Brothers, Brothers Grimm story. Um, But we've got another story cooking in there. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's exciting. Thanks to YouTube for our spooky music, plus our church bell, and to Family Friend Poems for our short poem, as well as thank you to my family for having stuff to do on Thursday afternoons so that I can record. See you all next week. <laughs>